0: You won't let go. Uh, Those guys, 10th Avenue North, I Have This Hope. It's Risenstein and Ray Haynes. It's Victory 91.5. Ray is teaching on Pentecost this morning, and it's fascinating. Mm. It's all posted at the Risenstein Facebook page, the Victory Facebook page, and blog.victory915.com. It's hard to imagine the voice of God because in Scripture... Got a lot of things talking about the, the sound of the voice of God, but what does His voice sound like now? He, there's some symbolic things you get in Scripture, and that's what we're going to jump on real quickly. He warns us when he when we start to stray. You know, sometimes you just feel that uh, that urge, that voice, that quiet little reminder that you're about to really really mess up. You go, <laughs> you know, He whispers encouragement to us. When we struggle, he Mm. commands our enemies to flee. Mm. He comforts us when we fail or lose someone dear. And he even sings over the deepest parts of us in the good and bad times. Because, goodness, life is hard. And he is familiar with our suffering, which, again, is just Mm. remarkable. So... How does he speak to us? Well, he certainly does it with his presence through words or, as Scripture says, even groans we can't comprehend. And he does it in symbolic ways, too. The blast of a shofar is one of the more interesting symbols of his presence. Since God speaks in diverse ways for different solution, uh, situations, the shofar has several distinct blasts. In ancient Israel, one long, sustained blast was a common reassuring sound that meant the watchmen guarding the city were on duty and all was well. So you heard that sound and probably heard it every every couple hours and going, okay, all is well. That sound divided up the watches of the day and the night. So he's always calling us to be prayerful watchmen on his walls. If we were more alert, we'd probably notice that from morning to night he he woos us to draw near so that we might receive his strength and comfort. because I mean, do we actually hear him that, that sound uh, when he's going, you know all is not well. Look mm. at your heart, your heart's, mm. your mind. what, what mm-hmm. are you thinking about right, right now? You know we don't do we hear that that wooing sound, all right? So another sound is three successive blasts. Now that signaled some significant event. Usually it meant good tidings, so typically good. Likewise, he rejoices over us with singing and dancing, right? Zephaniah 317. Love that verse. I love that God finds joy in celebrating us. Most of us will never hear the sound of applause on earth. But if we draw near to God in those moments, we'll feel his deep affection. What so many of us are trying to get from likes on Facebook is available Ah. from the one who created and sustains everything. Amen. I got a like from God. And the third trumpet's call is nine rapid bursts, all right? Obviously, you would imagine that's the sound of alarm. It meant that they were under attack, and all the fighting men were needed to draw together immediately for battle. So like Israel, we all need to be alarmed so that we can become aware of sin that Mm -hmm. separates us from God. Right and a lot of times it's we don't hear that blasting you know that's why there was nine you know to try to break through the noise (laughs) it's going son son wake up wake up we need to know an enemy has drawn near Mm. we need to hear his voice reminding us of our need for atonement when your spirit feels shaken within you learn to respond to the sound of his alarm because we need to constantly pray lead us not into temptation But deliver us from evil. Because it's not like you can pray that and it's, all right, I'm covered for the rest of my day, my week, my life. They heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden. If you go back in Genesis 3, Mm -hmm. that's an unusual comment. They heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Now, it's interesting as God speaks to us, if you watch here in the Garden of Eden, you see a couple of different things. Number one is, does God leave you in those moments, or do you leave God? Well, you can learn from from the, the Garden of Eden here, the first thing is, they're stopped at the wrong tree talking with the serpent, so already they're not tuned into God, mm-hmm. and when something happens, when they fail, what do they do? They run and they hide. So they're already moving away. So a lot of times we wonder, if is God even there? Or the devil's trying to convince us and lie to us. let's see, the, the, respo- the response is just the opposite. God, what is God doing when they fail? He walks towards them. He goes and finds them. He says, hey, I know you think you're hiding, but. <laughs> but it's interesting here that this same word used in Genesis 3 for God's voice is the Hebrew word Q-U-O-L. It's also used for the sound of thunder, water, rain, a multitude, when someone's calling out, shouting, or even singing. It's also used for the sound of the shofar blast, Mm -hmm. like the one heard on Mount Sinai, along with thunder and lightning, that made the Israeli camp tremble in fear. So this is the voice that they're hearing in the Garden of Eden as he comes near to them. The second phrase used in Genesis 3, in the cool, is the Hebrew word ruach. Now, while ruach is translated cool for this verse, and really (laughs) this verse only, it's used nearly 100 times for wind and several hundred times for the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Wow. So when we read a little deeper, we have the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit all coming to deal with the sin of Adam and Eve Mm. to bring them out of hiding, pulling them out. God's voice is carried on the wind of the Holy Spirit through the garden, beckoning Adam and Eve to come out of hiding. Mm. They do find judgment, obviously. They also find his deep love for them. And that's what we really got to get out of as we begin to hear the voice of God. Up next, we'll hear the, the sound of fear and what it means to fear God, this God that is the God who loves you. Sometimes people get that wrong. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think most of us get that wrong. (laughs) All right, it's coming up on Risenstein with Ray Haynes, Pentecost teaching. It's available at the Risenstein and and the Victory Facebook pages and blog.victory915.com.